Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I am Lucky, and today we're going over to the Addiction subreddit. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life, however you see fit. Excuse me. Um, but... So there, there are going to be some, some kind of uh, uh, longer posts. Um, one of them, I don't even know if I'm going to bother. There is a TLDR or too long didn't read uh, summary at the bottom that I kind of wanted to get into. But we have a couple different addictions. So just a little bit of my background. Most of my background has to do with weed, um, alcohol, and porn. Um, I would say food as well. It's kind of like an ongoing one. I've gotten better at it, but it is Labor Day as of this recording, and I have eaten a lot. So I'm going to try and get through this without passing out. Anyway, uh, (laughs) why don't we get straight into this one? I'm going to start with one of the longer ones here. Uh, Let me see if I can, if you can all see that. Um, Let me move it up a little bit. How about that? You'll see the username. All right. Once again, this is the addiction subreddit. Uh, link to that will be in the info box or on in the description box if you guys are watching this on YouTube. Uh, this is from username Fungi6. Um, it says, how weed is affecting my relationship? Um, venting, seeking, seeking advice. Um, I, a 16-year-old female, have been with my girlfriend, 17-year-old female, for 10 months. Uh, in other words, lesbian relationship. Throughout this relationship, sorry, I just thought I'd point it out there, just in case it wasn't obvious. Throughout this relationship, and even prior, I have suffered with a huge addiction to pot. Well, I suppose you could call it a mental, uh, quote-unquote, mental addiction, since I've never experienced phys- physical withdrawals, other than headaches and nausea from pot. I don't even know if that's a thing in the universe of marijuana users, by the way. Not so much the headaches, the nausea can be a thing, uh, which maybe we'll touch on later if it pertains to this. I used to, I used to use it daily in some sort of fashion, either by smoking or ingesting edibles. The only times I would be sober is when I had to. Otherwise, I would be high as hell playing video games and listening to music, wondering why my life sucks. Been there. Um, this is how it's been for a majority of our relationship, because she didn't care then as we had uh, horrific relationship problems. However, this summer, we have compromised our problems out of the way. Uh, We have compromised our problems out of the way, making a really good relationship. She has sacrificed things, and I have too, resulting in me staying mostly sober. The only times I've been high is when she stays the night with me. We get high together and mess around till we fall asleep. I've enjoyed being sober, and I've realized some of my problems came from the excessive use of marijuana. Sorry, I'm just going to highlight this just so I know where I'm at. Just so I know that you guys can still read it, so... Okay, so about that line is where I'm just going to highlight this real quick so I know when to scroll down because I can't really tell. Anyway, though I've had many moments of doubt, wanting to step back into the void of being nothing but high, I fought those battles and stayed sober, even when it was hard. However, last night is where things made a turn. Yesterday, she left my house after staying the night, which we both ultimately, uh, which we were both ultimately high that night, and headed off to a city a few hours away uh, for a concert in which she stayed overnight at a hotel. Last night, my mom was high and offered for me to get high too. As she, oh, let me scroll down a little bit for you all. Is that good enough for you guys? Can you read that? Let me see here. It looks like you get, okay, cool. Offer for me to get high too as she controls the pot and it's how I get it. 
I told her I wouldn't mind because I could, I could relax and get some sleep as well as enjoy it, but that my girlfriend probably would get mad. We talked about it, and she kept suggesting that I sh- just shouldn't tell her, and she won't know. But it, I knew if she even got the slightest hint from my eyes or texting on Snap, she would be livid with me. Okay, first off, I just want let, to... Let, let's take a little breather here for a second. Um, and I'm going to actually... Let me, let me go down here. Can you all still read that? I'll still see the almost. Yeah. Okay. That looks like about a, let me just highlight this. All right. Some technical things got to get out of the way here and let's go back to my lovely face. And yes, I do wear glasses. Let me just get that out of my face. Anyway. Um, yeah, you want to be careful. (laughs) So first off, I just want to like, listen, I, whenever I talk about drugs, I am always going to be on the side of sobriety. It's just seems like the 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 best case scenario if you can, right? There are going to be some scenarios where you you're probably better off using some sort of drug, um, whatever that may be. That is between you and your doctor, or you and some licensed professional, or you know maybe you and just your experience. Um, weed has had a positive effect for some people out there with, uh, in particular, with PTSD and anxiety. Although I would argue, um, though those particular examples, especially the PTSD example, would be something uh, in the form of an indica, because indicas. Uh, I what, what is that? What is that? Um, there's this Netflix show with Kathy Bates, and I'm struggling to remember it right now. But anyway, um, it, <laughs> the the way that she describes uh, sativa and indica, the way that she describes indica is indica makes you go into couch. <laughs> <laughs> which is is roughly what I I hear from people is people with PTSD sometimes have trouble sleeping so um, indicas help them get into couch and into sleep so <laughs> um, whereas sativa is uh, a little bit more of like where you get the munchies where you kind of get the more I don't want to say energetic high um, I I don't know if I ever really got that energetic when I was high um, but yeah that's kind of where that kind of comes from uh, but. You know, if you, this is the thing, right? If you and your partner have a boundary set and somebody is trying to get you to, um, change, you know, change that boundary or, or, or destroy that boundary, um, that person isn't conducive to your relationship. Now, uh, I'm going to go and read further just so we can get a little bit more context here. And I think I'm almost up to where I should be. Let me, let me move this up just a little bit. Are you there yet? Can you see the highlight? Yeah. With me, okay, so she would be living with me. So I decided I could get at least ask my girlfriend how she would feel about it and let her answer decide for me. If she didn't want me to, I wouldn't. Okay, yep, good thing we kept reading. At least I wouldn't be sneaking behind her back either, which felt wrong or even to consider. So I asked, and she got so pissed at me even asking that she left me on open for at least 12 hours with no other explanation than I don't give a... <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a crap. What you do, go freaking do it. Die. Wow. Die, screw you, middle finger. I'm not snapping you back, so you might as well do it. I need space. Give me space. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Wow. I sorry. I don't mean to laugh at this, but that is one of the, um, that is one of the most um aggressive responses to uh, asking permission to get high without you. Um. Now, once again, like, listen. I'm very biased here. I do not believe that. Um. 
Mar uh, recreational marijuana is the greatest thing. Recreational drinking, too. I don't think it's the greatest thing for you. Um, I think that a lot of us don't know whether or not we have an addictive gene in our in our system. That, you know, that addictive, uh, you know, if uh, addiction runs in our family, we're more likely to, uh, you know, have a problem with addictive substances. Uh, and although people say that, oh, well, ma marijuana is not addictive, um, the habit is. People get very addicted to things that cause habits. And, you know, thing, you know anybody that's used marijuana, just, you know, humor me for a second. Um, have you got? Have you ever had that moment where, okay, hey, all the guys are getting together. Time to time to roll a blunt. Um, you know, hey, you want to come over? I'll, you know, we can hit the bong. Hey, you you want to come over? We can do this and play Smash Brothers, right? Um, there's there's a, a you know there's a habit forming there, and you you know it, it's just important for you to to stay conscious of it, right? In my last video, we talked about staying conscious of your anger. It's also st good to stay conscious of your usage of certain things, of, of, um, of, addic of addictive substances, and just substances in general. Uh, it's good to be conscious of that. Uh, now, <laughs> going back to the, the, this thing, um, I'm kind of she's got me like hooked into this story. I kind of want to know how it ends. I don't, I don't know about you guys. Uh, once again, I'm, I'm sorry about laughing at this. It's just that was one of the most... Uh, aggressive, you know, responses, you know, of course, you know, I, I can understand somebody being mad and being like, I can't believe you asked me this. Uh, no, of course not. But man, uh, when somebody says, by the way, be very careful of how you talk to the people in your life. There were a lot of times, and uh, listen, I was on the other side of this as well, where in my relationships, they we would say things to each other. And it was very, it was like something you'd say to like, your, you probably wouldn't even say it to your worst enemy. And yet here you are saying it to somebody that you love. Uh, sorry, for people that are listening, quote unquote, love. And, you know, that that's very unhealthy in a relationship to, to say these things. That's why I always tell people, hey, get, take a second to, to breathe. You know, take a second to that. One thing I will say is that that... I feel like that response actually says more about the partner than it does about the the, the girl writing the Reddit post. It sounds to me almost uh, like maybe she was doing something. I'm not completely sure, but let's keep reading because this is oh man, this has got me this has got me uh, really really into this now. Uh, okay, uh, give me space. So we <laughs> what, should I read that that quote again? I don't give a crap what you do. Go freaking do it. Die. F forget you. Middle finger. I'm not snapping you back. So you might as well do it. I need space. Give me space. Oh my goodness. Uh, after <laughs> I can't wait to get back into dating, guys. Um, after all that, I gave in and took the edible. I don't know if she knows that I did or not, considering she ignored my existence last night. So I'm sorry if you ever read this. Uh, okay, she put her name, Liv. I got so extremely upset that I took it because she'd be mad at me either way, and I hoped it would allow me to get some good reset. Uh, sorry, some good rest. Um, so, yeah. Um, edibles, for people that don't know, are pretty intense. So if you're doing it just to get rest, um, be careful of the journey that you're going to take when you, when you, before you get to the rest. So. Anyway, I uh, get the rest. Uh, I didn't even notice the high it gave because it was too busy Balling, uh, sorry, I was too busy bawling into my pillow, which eventually led me to sleeping and undisturbed rest. I wake up this morning to still no snap from her, so I send her streaks and start mindlessly going through apps, as I usually do. I go on Instagram to see she's removed our matching profile pic 
adding your snap to her bio and re removed my initial. Um, sorry, let me just make sure. Okay, so where where does this stop right there? Okay. Um, I've asked and even told her to break up with me if this is how she wants to be, and she said no. I asked her why she hates me and what her problem is with me, resulting in her telling me she doesn't have one, even though she obviously does. I understand why it upsets her, but not to the extent she's taken to it. Uh, taken it to. We've both been raised in house households where at least one parent, if not both, have suffered from substance abuse. Ooh, that is interesting. What did I say before? This is not an I told you so moment. This is just an I told you so moment. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I don't mean to be poking fun as much as I am. Um, it's probably the Labor Day speaking, uh, Labor Day happiness speaking, and also the depression of having to go back to work tomorrow. Anyway, I understand how worried or even scared you can feel around a loved one ingesting a substance because of what you've grown up to understand. I would be upset if she was intoxicated without me as well, but I would never go to this extent. I would never treat her this way over anything, much less something like this. She has BPD, uh, people that don't know what that is, that is uh, borderline personality disorder. And I feel like it may be mixing in with her negative feelings around me or anything, anyone she truly cares about, drinking or using drugs. She's snapping with me, uh, she's snapping me uh, some now, which is better than leaving me an open. And I'm sure she will get over this as in all reality, it is, it's just an unhappy moment that will pass. I'm not going to break up with her. I just want to know if I'm in the wrong here in any aspect. I know it's more of her problem, but I also know I probably shouldn't be doing pot anyways. This is also just a vent to get her out of my head. Sorry for the length. Um, so yeah, uh, a couple, a couple different things here. Somebody in the comment section down below had mentioned, uh, you know, the mom, mom is in the wrong for the, the enabling. So actually I'll leave it right about there so you guys can read it if you guys need to. Um, so, yeah, the mom definitely enabling, uh, doing, you know, some sketchy stuff there. Uh, but um, the – and uh, I don't know exactly if she's doing some sketchy stuff. She probably just thought, well, my daughter does pot. I, I have no clue about these people's lives, so I'm not going to try and infer. Um, the Once again, when somebody talks to you like that, I, w I really do wonder, you know, what in the world uh, – uh, you know, there, you guys have to have some type of respect for each other in a relationship. We're going to go back to me right now. So if not done reading, there we go. All right. Um, so, you know, if you don't have some type of respect for your partner, why are you even with them is kind of my, my, you know, my, um, thinking, right. Um, because I went through a couple of relationships where the respect didn't really seem like it was completely there from both parties, to be completely honest. And uh, it, it just kind of led us to breaking boundaries, going, you know, going, um, thinking that you could just do whatever you wanted in the relationship. Uh, in one of my relationships, it ended up leading me to uh, uh, trying, trying to do an open relationship because I thought that's what the other person, or that's what the other person stated what they wanted, even though that's not what I wanted, right? There's a lot that can kind of go into that. But what, the red flag that I'm seeing here is die you don't tell somebody to just go die that you love and that you are dating once again be very careful of how you talk to people um that is you know and i don't care if it's bpd or anything like that um that is a line you do not cross now um, i don't have a lot of knowledge on borderline personality disorder i have interviewed somebody on this on, on the podcast before um and i'm if i'm being honest with you i really don't get it um i know there are it kind of bleeds into a, a lot of different, um, I guess that's why they call it borderline personality disorder. Uh, I know it bleeds into a lot of different 
uh, things like, um, you know, for example, I know that codependency is one uh, one aspect of it. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm looking up the definition right here. See, see if I can get like I, I know I've looked it up before and I still I still am kind of confused um, you know, about what it is. Cause it mostly, it kind of seems like relational trauma, like see, co- co- complex PTSD in other words, uh, to a certain degree. Cause it affects the way that you, 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 your relationships work. And I always thought that was like, it, I think I thought I always thought it was better, uh, described in the, the PTS, uh, CP, CPTSD or relational trauma, or which is, you know, the, this idea of having post-traumatic stress disorder with, uh, relationships instead of ju- it happening, um, only when you you go through something like super duper traumatic, like uh, going to war or something like that, right? The idea that you can have something traumatic happen to you, even in um, even in a situation where it's it's in a relationship, right? Like, give an example: me and my father, right, um, had a very traumatic uh, relationship of him walking in and out of my life uh, to the point where it, you know, uh, our relationship was kind of one of the catalysts that that got me uh, hospitalized. So. Um, so let me let me bring this up for you guys. Let me see if you can see this. Um, no, okay. Let me bring it over a little bit over here. Okay. So this is this is borderline personality disorder in just a rough rough estimate, uh, like a rough uh, summary here. It says uh, borderline personality disorder is a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about yourself and others, causing problems functioning in everyday life. It includes self-image issues, difficulty. By the way, this is from Mayo Clinic. Why don't we go over to Mayo Clinic? Mayo Clinic's got some good stuff. Uh, let's see over here. I th- let me bring it back to the center here. Whoopsie, you didn't didn't see that. So okay, uh, it can causing problems functioning in everyday life. It includes self-image issues, difficulty managing emotions and behavior, and a pattern of unstable relationships. Um, so once again, I, I don't really understand it all that much, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and also I would be careful of, um, of smoking weed or anything like that. If you have any type of mental illness, um, that's something, like I said, if it's a PTSD, if it's specifically for your illness, then that's fine. But if it's just for recreation, oh, I just want to go do this because I want to enjoy video games a little bit more or, you know, something like that. I don't think that's a great reason to do it. If, like I said, if it's if you're a veteran and you're having trouble going to sleep, and indica helps you go to sleep, and um, you know if the research finally comes out and says, hey, you know it does not do anything to your REM sleep, which alcohol does uh, disrupt your REM sleep, which is something I think a lot of people should know, um, then you know by all means, you know you do you. Although I would just I would just say I think CBD is a much better option for a lot of people who uh, think that way, but. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on in there, and I would just say you guys probably need to work on your communication and on your um, and figure out what what boundaries to set, right? Like, um, you know, maybe maybe if I if I'm get I'm kind of like stretching here, maybe assuming a lot, so uh, that's not always good. But uh, I I'm just assuming that the girl the the girlfriend that this girl is talking about. Um, probably thought, oh, well, I mean, why would she even ask that? We've set this boundary. How dare she ask me, right? Um, so it's hard to kind of see the bad guy. In fact, I think this would actually be a great post for, like, am I the a-hole subreddit? That There's a subreddit where people ask, am I the a-hole in this situation? I think that would be a much better um, 
uh, question for that subreddit, uh, to be completely honest with you. Um, but yeah, I once again, I think uh, you guys need to work on communication issues. Um, you need to let your mom know to not, uh, you know, if this is something that you want to do, uh, to not um, offer you anything uh, that you only you only want to do it with your girlfriend present. Um, and for you guys to set some real boundaries, like not these soft boundaries. What I mean by soft boundaries are like these soft, uh, uh, you know, you kind of put up, uh, you kind of put up a barrier that says, oh, hey, here's a boundary, but uh, maybe it's like two feet tall, right? We're thinking metaphorically now, but uh, like it's a two foot tall fence, but you know, you know, you're not supposed to cross it, but hey, I'm six foot two. I can just step over that thing, right? Like you need an actual boundary, right? Like you need a hard boundary to set. Um, and you guys need to talk about this this event it, you guys cannot just just brush this under the rug and act like nothing happened when you tell somebody to die that is a huge um thing to say to somebody so anyway why don't we do one more here because i didn't realize how long this is going to take um and we're going to do the tldr one this is about porn um hopefully they did a good job here uh, da, 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 let me move oh whoa 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 moving the wrong thing there y'all see that okay so we got the tldr up in here, uh, real quick, who is the user here? This is from Chronic Nostalgia. Wow, just Chronic Nostalgia. Wow, they got the name, huh? Okay, so TL, oh, wait, actually, can you see that? You can't, okay. TLDR, my boyfriend is addicted to porn. It hurts me, I find it disrespectful, and I don't know how to help him stop. I want to support him, but he hates having conversations about it. How should I approach this situation and be a kind and understanding girlfriend whilst also standing by my own boundaries? All advice is welcomed. Uh, okay, so great uh, great question here. Uh, I'll leave that up there for a second if you guys want to read it. Um, so with, with porn in particular, you have to understand how embarrassing this is for a lot of people. One thing that I would say, this is more advice for your boyfriend. I'm not going to, I don't know if I can give you advice exactly because, oh man, it's a, it's a tough thing. And I don't think a lot of, I don't think you're going to be able, just like addiction, like they, they're the ones that need to make the, you know, they're the ones that have to choose to make progress themselves. All I can tell you is you might have to put a hard boundary up saying, hey, um, if, if you're not going to attempt to stop this, I have to eventually leave because it's killing me inside. You're looking at all these other girls doing a switch there. Um, you're looking at all these other girls. I don't feel um, like I'm adequate enough. Now, some of so there is an argument out there. Um, I've heard Dr. Drew talk about this. I've heard a couple other people talk about this where um, there is an argument that, oh, well, you know, a lot of guys, when they look up porn, they're not exactly looking up what they're like, what they're typically like the girl they would ask out. They're just kind of looking up stuff to, to stimulate that, uh, um, uh, you know, so this is my own words now, but like stimulating that endorphin and, and, and the endorphins and, you know, getting hard and all that stuff. But um, I would also say be careful of what you look up because a lot of times you can get used to that, uh, that um, the, the lustful ways you look at women. Um, like I'm not surprised to see how many men have struggles with porn addiction now. You know, now that I, I've been uh, off of porn for about two months now, um, I'm starting to see like how difficult, how, how many, uh, how much of the consequences I'm having to face now. Um, and it's really like, it's really jarring to see. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did this for, uh, since I was 12 years old, uh, 17 years. I've been watching porn pretty regularly for 17 years. Um, and 
you know, the reason why I say that, you know, you, this girl in particular should be um, setting this hard boundary because it will affect your relationship. Um, a lot of, now I know there are, there's, like I said, I th there's an argument to be had here, but if one person is not okay with the porn usage, then that is, if one person is not okay with, with any part of the relationship, well, that needs to be negotiated out. And if it's a non-negotiable, right, meaning you, you don't want him to look at porn at all, then you, you know, A, you guys need to figure out, well, what are we going to do instead? Um, because usually after porn, in my humble opinion, I think you should be celibate for a little bit. You should, you should not, um, you should go a little bit without, uh, especially for men. I don't know about for women. I'm not trying to give them advice here. But for men, I think you should go celibate for a little bit. Um, it could be a couple of months, right? Something like that. But you should go without, um, trying to think of a better word for this, but busting a nut. You should go for a little bit without it. Um, now, I remember I was listening to um, Coach Gray. He was talking about, like, the fat acceptance movement and all that stuff. And one of the things he mentioned, you know, maybe some of you are wondering, well, why are you talking about fat acceptance? That's such a strange thing to be segued into porn. Well, one of the things he said is that, you know, people, there's so many, there's so much free dopamine nowadays. Dopamine uh, is, that, is that reward center in your brain. And he was talking about in terms of, you know, you can eat sugar. Like, I just had a pint of ice cream. It was fantastic. It was Labor Day. And I felt like I earned it until I ate it. And then I realized I didn't earn it at all. <laughs> but, um, you know, when we're talking about, uh, you know, porn in particular, um, what, what, I mean, dude, there, for, for guys especially, that is one of the best rewards you can get. Um, because in, in a normal setting, that would mean that you get to procreate, you get to have a family, you get to... Uh, a woman actually wants you. A woman has validated you. Um, and so when you have porn, you have access to all, like unlimited sexuality. The problem with that is it's free dopamine. You're not working for it. What do you do? You, you put on incognito mode. You, uh, you, click a, you, you go to Pornhub. You look up your favorite porn star. Oh, well, she's getting a little... I'm getting a little bored of her. Let me look up another one that maybe looks a little bit like her and does this and does a crazier thing. Um, Listen, I'm not that far removed from porn, so I remember doing all of this stuff, and it got to the point where it was, uh, and even in my relationships, you could see it starting to form, and even between both of us, like, it was almost like we had to, you know, we started to um, do, what is it, like, role-playing, we had to pretend to be other people, um, and I'm not trying to completely down, you know, go against that, but I do think there is something kind of sad when you have to have sex, and you have to make the other person act like another person, you know what I mean? Uh, to me, that's a little strange, but, um, but yeah, so I would say for this girl, you need to put up a hard boundary say, and, and if he chooses not to, then that's your, that's your, you, you know, he's made his choice. You got to make your choice. Um, if you don't set these boundaries down and I've talked about this a lot, if you don't set a boundary down and enforce it, people are just going to walk over it. Like it's a soft boundary, right? That's what I was talking about with soft boundaries. Like you put it up there so people can see it. But if they can just cross it whenever they want, then uh, there's no point of it, right? You need to, like, build up a boundary. And if they still pass that up, well, the consequences should be severe, right? Um, and, you know, that's just fitting, right? You, he's doing something that you don't want him to do that maybe makes you feel... I'm just assuming because the TLDR does not say much. But, uh, you know, it, I mean, it, it says it hurts you. Um, you, find, you find it disrespectful. Um, and so, um, once again, you can always try and support him, but if he's going to keep on doing it, despite the, the fact that you don't like it, 
that's a big, big red flag there. So anyway, uh, we only did like two today. So that was that, that, uh, you know, a couple of these were like, especially the first one was really, really big. Uh, let me know what you guys think. I'm always curious. You know, I, I'm of course kind of using my own experience and using my own knowledge here, but I'm not always going to be correct. So let me know in the comment section down below what you guys think about these two cases. Um, you know, it, it, and whether or not you think the first post should have been on the am I the a-hole subreddit, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I'm off with that one. But uh, anyway, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box or the description box if you guys are checking this out on YouTube. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. Hey, guys, thanks for watching Mental Health Casual. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more videos.